It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on TogiNet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel dis- I am free. Thank God. I am free. I am This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on TogiNet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, people. Hello, hello. This is a new day. The day is actually coming to a close, so I know it's not uh, the beginning of the day, but it's a good day. It's a good day. God is good. Life is good. I've had a full day. Don't know about you all, but um, I'm 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 happy. Um, God's doing great things, people, and in spite of the things that we see and hear, we need to realize that because we need to see things through spiritual lenses and not just our natural eyes. Um, last few days um, have been really impactful for me. I got to attend a 24-hour prayer meeting, started on uh, Friday morning, 5 a.m. Friday morning. I didn't catch it when it first started, but um, lasted until Saturday morning, basically 9-11. It was from a, um, a meeting called Africa, the Return Africa or Africa Return. I might not have it written here quite right. But it was a tremendous blessing to me. Um, It was a call to repentance for people, for, for the church, for people in the church, for people that profess themselves to be saved, to be Christians, to change, to change, to turn back to God, um, for our nation to turn back to God. It was... um, very impactful because during that time the Lord actually began to speak to me about the level of repentance how sincere how sincere and how profound it needed to be and he began to, he reminded me of um, a practice in the in the scriptures where the people used to put on sackcloth and ashes when they were truly in agony, when they were truly mourning or grieving or seeking God's forgiveness, okay? They they did it in agony, 
okay? That's the level of repentance that God is calling for in this season. True repentance, people. I wanted to throw that out there, and I wanted to let you know that you can catch the full message. You can catch that full message if you click on our Facebook link on this radio show page, our Facebook link or our YouTube link. It's called The Day of Atonement is Upon Us, okay? You need to hear that message. Take the extra time to hear what the Lord is saying in this season, okay? With that being said, I do have what's left of my tea. I am sipping my rooibos tea. It's quite tasty. (laughs) And I am going to jump right into tonight's show because I want our guest to have plenty of time to finish her testimony tonight. Um, For the last two weeks, we have had our special guest, Chanel Nicole, on the air with us. And if you missed part one and part two, you can also catch those on the radio show page. Just click on the show page and click on the podcast and you'll see Chanel Nicole part one and part two. Okay. You really should hear part one and part two so that you can be thoroughly blessed by part three. All right, you guys. All right. I want to see, um, well, well, actually, before I say that, I am thrilled. I am thrilled to see the numbers. The numbers have increased drastically on our show page. Of those of you that are uh, watching us through uh, iTunes, through iTunes, I am thrilled. I am thrilled. I am thankful. I truly pray, pray that this is uh, ministering to you, that our program is ministering to you. I'd love to hear um, more from you all on our um, live show, Um, hoping one day that we'll be able to start having uh, some call-ins to resume that that ability. Um, But in the meantime, I'm going to switch gears and say hi to my daughter. Hey, Chanel. Hey, 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 I'm here. (laughs) All right, dear. How are you today? I'm pretty good. When you were talking, you were talking about how uh, during the prophetic word that you were listening to, the the event, you uh, said change. You said the word change, and you know me, it makes me think of a song. (laughs) All right, now. Okay, what song? Change me on the inside out, oh. I need you to change, 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 change. I need you to change me on the inside out. Oh. And maybe think of that song. <laughs> Change me. All Change right me, now. Lord. All right now. Praise God. Praise God. I, I was feeling it. I closed my eyes and I was feeling it. 
Amen. <laughs> we need that message to get out there in, in, in various ways. And song is definitely one of the ways that God uses to, to, to speak to us. Oh, we about to have yeah. church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I won't say up in here. I was going to say on here. <laughs> oh, Lord, change us. Change us, Lord. Um, transform us and turn us into your image. All right, now. So before I get too worked up and excited, let me let me level myself out, and I'll remind the people, because I looked back at our notes, my notes, from the last time, and I just wanted to quickly recap that uh, we were talking about generational curses last week, the curses that were in our family, you know, my my family, which affected and impacted your life, which caused you to make a lot of the decisions that you made, um, which subjected you to some wounds, some serious wounds. And then I quote one of your statements that we ended with. You said, the devil doesn't want you to fulfill your purpose. Okay? And I made a note that you said you wanted to pick up with talking about how the devil tried to stop you because of your wounds and different things that were happening in your life. You also came under attack. You began to face some different attacks. So let's see. uh, Let's talk about some of those attacks and why you feel that those were intended to stop you from fulfilling your purpose in God. Yeah. um, Over an eight year period, (laughs) I literally was in two car accidents. I, um, I was diagnosed with a cyst. I began having headaches. Um, I started falling um, and injuring myself. Um, I ended up with turf toe. My ankle went out on me. And for those that don't know, um, I dance. I've started dancing when I was five years old. And I've done, I've done different types of dancing styles, ballet, tap, jazz, vocal, uh, you name it, I've done it. And so the main thing I've done over the last few years of my life is I've done dance ministry. It's been a, a, a serious passion of mine. And I got injured and I was down. I was, I've been, I was down for a couple of years. So um, then I started having digestion issues. Then my shoulder went out, my, my whole arm went out and I literally lost movement in my, in my, in my arm. Um, I hurt my knee. So this is over eight year period. Literally something is happening back to back to back to back to back to back to discourage me, to cause me to be angry, to, to potentially cause me to be angry and want to curse the Lord. But you know, we're not supposed to do that, but you have to recognize where the attack is coming from, you know, you, God has assignments for us. He, he knows who we are before we're born. He, he knew, who knew, who he knew what we were going to be when we were in the womb. So the last thing he wants is for you, your gifts and your talent and your worship in him to be hindered. So, but the enemy does not want you to feel, fulfill your purpose. Mm -hmm. So, um, I briefly talked about my car accident on the last, um, interview, I believe, 
but I had literally, I had just had, had a, a I just had my daughter. We have a, just so you know, we have a minute before the break. Okay. Okay. I had literally just had my daughter. I had just dropped her off at the day care. I'm coming around the corner, getting back, back on the main road. Everybody comes to a light, a stoplight. We're sitting there and I'm, I have the phone on speaker. I'm talking to my mother and I happen to look up in the rear view mirror just a few seconds. And all I saw was license plates. And after that, everything went blank. And when I came to, I could just see smoke coming out of the vent of the car. And I was, I was kind of trying to, you know, did I just get an accident trying to figure out what just happened? Because it literally, I was hit. Literally hit more after the break. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. We are home-based in Waldorf, Maryland. If you would like more information, you may email us at etsministriesinc at gmail.com or write to us at ETS Post Office Box 72, Waldorf, Maryland 20602. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls and we can make information available to you by email. E-T-S The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, physical abuse, abandonment, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived traumas such as molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may find themselves in Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at authorhouse.com, this show's host page, amazon.com, or any of the major bookstores. The Story of Me. Thank God I am free. I Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com, the show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. All right, people, this is me and my daughter, Chanel Nicole, 
and we are talking about destiny, fulfilling our destiny, how the devil doesn't want us to fulfill our purpose. And we ended with Chanel leaving us on that cliff again (laughs) because she was in her car and she looked up and she saw license plates blacked out, came to and pick it up from there. So I see the smoke coming out of the vent and I was trying to get my mind together. Like what just happened? And I, did I get in a car accident? Cause you know, I, I blinked out for a second and I, I realized what's happening and I had enough sense to grab my purse or grab my purse. And I got out of the car. I would thank the Lord. I was able to open the door. I ran in front of the car and I ran to the side of the road because everybody stopped. It, it stopped everything. There was an old, school Ford pickup in front of me and anybody knows anything about Ford pickups a lot of the old school ones are they have metal framing and Mm -hmm. so when the person hit me from the back I crashed in the in in front of I hit the person in front of me and so I was smushed in between two cars um the young man that hit me he never put on his brakes he literally just rammed into me there was (laughs) There was no prevention or anything. He rammed into me, and then his car actually flew flew over to the other uh, the, the oncoming traffic. It th- it mm. flew into that lane and went over into the grass. Mm. And there was this fine lady there who pulled her truck over, and she happened to be a nurse or some a doctor or something. And so she was helping me, assisting me. And I was like, oh, my goodness, Lord, I just got an accident. I just got an accident. Your body just goes into shock. You kind of, you're thinking, but you're not. The paramedics came. They start asking you questions, and you're not even all together, but they are asking you necessary questions that they have to ask. And so they're asking me if I wanted to go to the hospital, but I was, like, still in shock. So I'm like, what? I'm thinking, what am I supposed to do? And the lady that's helping me, she, um, she looked at me and she was like shaking her head like, yes, you need to go to the hospital. And so I was like, yes, I want to go to the hospital, but I don't have my glasses. My glasses flew off of my face. Mm. The airbag came out. It, it slapped me in my face and, um, the seatbelt, you know, got me really good. So they transported me to the hospital. And the thing is, I have no broken bones. I have no severe, significant injuries to the point where I just was going to be in the hospital for days. I went to the hospital. I was out by that night. Um, I had, you know, marks on my chest, marks on my forehead for my glasses and the airbag hitting my face. And then, um, you know, I, I think part of the... Some of it that was so traumatizing is I was actually on the phone with my mother at the time. So she heard, and she can speak for herself what she heard um, before the phone went dead, but she heard the accident. Mm-hmm. And just imagine you're on the phone with your child and you hear some noises, and then all of a sudden the phone just dies. So while I'm on the side of the road, I was like, I need to call. I need to reach my family. I don't have a phone. Like, I, I had my purse, and that was it. Glasses were gone. Phones gone. But I remembered my dad's number. If there was one thing I did remember, I remembered my daddy's number. Mm-hmm. And so the lady used my phone, 
And I called my dad and I said, dad, I said, I was just in a car accident, but I am okay. I said, but you need to call mom. You you need to call her and you need to let her know that I'm okay, Mm -hmm. that I'm okay. And I called you. And he was like, uh, he was kind of in shock, like, okay, like, he, because he obviously didn't know what happened, but he called my mom, and she can speak for for that part of it, but the thing is, I walked away with no significant injuries. Mm. Praise you, Jesus. And I went to go look at my car, though. All I could do was just break down in tears, and when I read the police report, all I could do was break down in tears, because my car was literally, it was smushed in together. The the front of the car had been smushed in, the back of the car had been smushed in. Miraculously, the the middle part of the car stayed intact for the most part. Hmm. My driver's seat was completely broken. It was broken underneath. So when the impact happened, my seat, the seat that I was actually in was broke. Hmm. But God Hmm. sustained me. He kept me safe. I believe that his angels were with me that day because I could have lost my life. Yes. And all I could do was worship him and thank him. Thank you, Jesus, for for sparing me. Thank you for being something in me and sparing me because my life could have been over. My baby was only, what, I believe four months? I was four months postpartum. I could have been gone. My child could have not had a mother. Praise you, Jesus. Yes, praise you, Jesus. I won't take time talking about my response to it because I want you to be able to finish your testimony tonight, but I'm feeling the impact of it, even hearing you reshare it and just feeling the impact of of God's hand in it. The enemy was trying to destroy, and God said, no, she hasn't fulfilled her purpose yet. She hasn't fulfilled her purpose yet. Now, I remember that this was the time when you had reconciled with your husband and you know, you were trying to work things out, but fasting, fast forward, you moved across country. We talked about yes. that last week, that you moved across country. And then um, the attacks continued. You actually tried to um, give your marriage another chance. Mm-hmm. Your ex, my ex-son-in-law, I hate to even say these, use the word ex because I still love him, but... Um, right. He came across country with you, saying that, or should I say, after you, not together with you, saying that he still wanted a chance to work things out, and then more attacks came. Right. More attacks. So, which one do you want to start with? <laughs> oh, oh, we talked. We talked about you being in the dance team and everything last time. So I don't know if you want to uh, go there. With some of the attacks, okay, I could. Um, I I was a part of the dance team. We did dance worship, and at the church I went to at the time, we would do praise and worship. I would also sing in the choir, and so we were doing a performance for the the dance group that I was with. And the opening night, opening night, I go to do I go to jump in the air, and my foot gets stuck in my costume. And anybody knows that that if that that's a dancer knows that that is a no no. <laughs> Not you don't want to have a, a, a costume malfunction in the middle of the performance. So as I'm up in the air, I'm I'm frantically trying to get my foot out of my costume. I had African pants on, 
And so my, I, I couldn't. And so when I came down, I came down on point. My toe was on point. Anybody that's a dancer will know what that term means. Mm-hmm. But my toe was pointed down and I mm-hmm. hit the ground mm-hmm. in, the, in the pointed position. Mm-hmm. And I fell. But we all know the show must go on. Mm-hmm. So I rolled out of it. And I stood up, and you wouldn't have known that I had fallen, because the show must go on. <laughs> and I was able to continue the performance. I was able to continue the performance, and that night I do what dancers normally do. You take a bath, Epsom salt, you elevate your leg, you put ice on it. And then we had another performance the next day. I was able to perform the next day. I continued both shows. But as time went on, I noticed that my foot was my foot was really bothering me for like a couple of months. I, I was like, that's not normal, you know. I went to Jamaica on min, uh, missionary work, and while we're in the airport, my I'm like I start saying my foot is really hurting, and for me, I can I have a high tolerance of pain. So if I'm verbally telling you that my foot is really bothering me, that means I'm on like a twenty. But that's somebody else's 10. Out of a scale of 1 to 10, you're on a 20. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said that in reverse. That's my 10, but that's somebody else's 20. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I understand. So, <laughs> yeah. So I, when I came back, I went, to the doc, I went to the foot doctor, and he's like, you have turf toe. And I'm like, what? What is turf toe? This is something that, you, that football players get. It's an injury football players get. It has to do with them running off. Um, when they when they're at the line and they take off, they usually get it because they're taking off on that foot. And so, I was down. I couldn't dance. Um, I couldn't even I couldn't put a shoe on. It hurt just to have regular shoes on. I had to wear sandals. And I was down for a good six months. I had to go through physical therapy. And again, um, again. right <laughs> again, again oh. for a couple. Of, and I still was encouraged. Because I, I had the mindset of, I'm going to recover from this. Mm-hmm. Well, as soon as they released me, I um, was in the mall and I was walking around. And all of a sudden, I felt like my ankle had dropped. Now, this was the right foot that I had the turf toe on. But now I'm at the mall and my left ankle has literally gone out. And it, the only way I can describe it is it felt like my ankle was sinking in into my shoe every time I stepped down. It felt like it was sinking down. Mm. So I go back to the doc. I'm like, hey, I'm like, doc, something's wrong with my with my ankle. He's like, what did you do? I said, I don't know. You got to check it out, doc. So he examines my ankle and he touches me, and I literally almost start. I literally almost. Okay, I literally almost start crying because the pain was that intense. And I said, doc, you know, I don't I don't cry like that. I was like, that really hurt really really bad. He said, I don't know what's going on, but your perioral tendon is completely inflamed. He's like, we're going to put you in a boot. Hmm. <laughs> like, man, so I was in a boot for another, a month, hmm. a whole another month. So I'm down. Now we're at like at six, seven months. I'm down. Can't dance. Nothing. Hmm. Or after the break. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. 
This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. <laughs> a black nurse. This narrative is about the struggles of being a black woman and a black professional in a society bound with racial and gender bias. She has hopes, dreams, needs, a purpose, and aspirations, but faces constant opposition to fulfilling these basic human requirements. Like so many people of color before her, she achieves some measure of success, but her success is minor compared to what she must do to achieve it. It's time for a change. Get your copy today from AuthorHouse.com, this show's host page, or any major book retailer like Amazon.com. A Black Nurse. <laughs> Thank God I am free. I am Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com, the show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, people, so that you can understand, and I hope we haven't confused you, Chanel has moved across the country to the East Coast, okay? Her ex-husband followed her across the country, professing a desire to work things out. In case we confuse you, things didn't work out. Things didn't work out. The relationship... uh, seemed like they were making some progress in areas and then um, just derailed again. Last week we talked about how Chanel said that she really cried out to the Lord and asked the Lord for help. That's why she moved across the country. The Lord opened a door for her to get a transfer on her job. She started recovering. She started recovering. She was she she did the five K. She was involved in the musical. Um, that's what led to her going to Jamaica. And she was on fire for the Lord. She was on fire for the Lord. She was attending church again. Then she gets hit with the dance accident. And now we're finishing up what happened after the dance accident. Then then her ankle was it your ankle you were talking about yes my ankle my ankle went out on me Mm -hmm. and so he put me in the booth to to stop just to stop the inflammation because the inflammation was that bad that they couldn't even take an x-ray yet they had to get the ankle to calm down Mm. so once I was in the boot for a while I went back got the x-rays he's like well you don't have any broken bones Nothing truly significant. He's like, however, you have bursa, you have bursitis, oh my and they diagnosed me with bursitis in both ankles. Mm. 
they say the left is worse than the right. And he's like, you can recover this from this, but this is going to require more physical therapy. <laughs> and I'm like, Lord, what is happening here? Like, why, what, why is this happening? And when I got diagnosed with a bursa, that kind of made me feel down. Mm-hmm. That hit me because mm-hmm. now it's like, I, I can't dance for the Lord. Like, what do you mean? I can't, if, if anybody has seen me dance or sing and truly, truly be in that moment, there's just a purity that I pour out when I get to praise God mm-hmm. because I love him so, so much. So for the enemy to strike me in that way, it just, it really bothered me because I I was like, I I need to be able to worship the Lord. Mm -hmm. So it's just attack after attack after attack. And um, another, another thing that occurred was I got into a second car accident. Another car accident, the devil tried to take my life again. I had traveled to another state. Okay. Go ahead. I think we I think we're going to do some sort of a, a walk a marathon or something that day if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. Okay. I was going I had signed up to run a marathon to do a five K in Florida. And so I asked my mom and my daughter came I asked my mom to come with me and my daughter came with us and we were traveling to Florida. We were almost um there and I started having car trouble. My transmission literally goes out from, from nowhere. It's a three-year-old car. Yeah. Yes, three-year-old car, and the transmission just goes out. So it detours us from going to Florida, and we're like, okay, we're just going to make the best of it. We end up with new transportation, and the next day, we're literally only gone for a day. But the next day, we wake up, and we're like, okay, we're going to get on the road. We start traveling back to North Carolina, and we... Went on the off, the, uh, there was a transition on the highway where you went from one highway to another highway. We're on the on-ramp. We never entered into the highway. We're literally on the on-ramp and we're driving and we're coming around the roundabout and it, the speed limit is just like 25 and there's multiple cars behind us. We're coming around and next thing I know, we hear a loud bang and I black out. Again. I black out again. Things go dark. And when I come to, I literally looked up because my mom, my mom and my daughter are in the car. My mom's in the passenger seat. I looked over and I, I had this confused look on my face. And I said, did we just get hit? Did we get hit? And she's like, I think so. And I didn't realize it because the adrenaline was pumping so much inside of me that next thing I know, I start feeling this intense pain. And I have never felt this this type of pain in my life in my head because I had hit my head so hard mm. that it slowly crept the pain slowly crept on me and then when it got there it was like 20 and I started literally screaming screaming at the top of my lungs oh my my head my head my head my head hurts and the airbag did not deploy this time mm-hmm. the person that hit us actually flipped over landed upside down yep, and hit, didn't hit anybody else by the grace of God, because there's a car, car pile up. Yeah. That's how close everybody was together that we should have piled up on top of each other. It should have been a five, six, seven car accident. Mm-hmm. 
but it literally was our car and just this man's car and his car flipped over and just happened to land in the perfect spot where he landed in between people and nobody else got hit on the side of the road he didn't even land he 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 was coming up the freeway as we were trying yep. to somehow they told other people that witnessed it told us that he jumped two or three lanes mm-hmm. and just came over to where we were and hit us mhm going at i think almost 100 miles per hour they said he mm-hmm. was clocked at like 90 something miles per hour or something like that but that car literally flipped over, ended up like about two or three car lengths behind us, back on the side of the road, upside down. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. See, I tell you, an angel or angels, <laughs> an angel, uh-huh. angels intervened. They intervened <laughs> <laughs> again. The enemy was trying to discontinue your purpose. And mine yes. too, for that matter. <laughs> right, and Go because ahead. I was on the, and because he hit the driver's side, I got the brunt of the impact. Yep. So the seatbelt once again got me, and um, I didn't even mention even with the first one, I had severe whiplash. My whiplash was um, very bad. Mm-hmm. Um, that I could barely move my neck. And they would ask me to do exercises and they would tell me to turn my head. And I would say, I did turn my head. And he's like, no, you didn't. And I said, yes, I did. That's as far as I can turn my head. And he's like, oh my goodness, like your, your body is really, you're really stiff. Mm -hmm. So with this one, the seatbelt, I actually felt it this time more severe. And because they told me from the last, the first accident that it probably would have been better for my my shoulder to actually break because the way it healed, it just didn't heal properly. Hmm. It just, I still have pain sometimes in that shoulder, but it's very, it's limited. I know what to do now to adjust and I take care of it. But um, it, because it happened a second time, I could feel burning, just burning in my arm. And to the point where I wanted to cry when the ambulance came, I was telling the paramedic, um, my head hurt so bad. I said, I hit my head. I was very scared. We were on the side of the freeway. Um, I don't like being in situations where I can't really control the atmosphere, where I can't escape. And I had to put all my trust into the paramedics for them to put me in the stretcher on the side of the road (laughs) while traffic is still flying by the highway. Mm -hmm. The gentleman started asking me questions. He started talking to me about my daughter and trying to get me to calm down. He's like, I need your heart to slow down. I need your heart to slow down. And so um, by the time I got into the ambulance, I was, I was ready to cry mm-hmm. because I was in so much pain, so much pain. Like, help me, Lord, help me. But every time I always gave credit to the Lord, I always told him you for protecting me and keeping me safe. Thank you for watching over me. And just imagine that was three generations in a car, my mother, myself, my daughter, mm-hmm. who were all gifted and trying to serve serve the Lord to the best of our ability. Mm-hmm. He could have wiped out whole generations of family, mm-hmm. whole generations of the purpose of God that God has, but he saw fit to protect us. Amen. I just want to throw this out there because it came to my spirit that I distinctly remember because I was a little disoriented myself in ter- terms of trying to figure out 
what just happened. I got on the phone with Dad to call him and tell him what just happened, and I started kind of losing it a little bit, and Nevaeh started losing it a little bit. She started all of a sudden screaming, we're hit, we're hit, we're hit, and her eyes were like saucers. But then in the next moment, I remember when I got out of the car, I distinctly had the sense of the enemy's attack. I okay. discerned it in the spirit, and I knew that that attack, what we had just experienced, was because of fiery darts, what the Bible calls fiery darts, that people, and I won't use names at this point, but people had been talking against us, angry okay. with us, coming against us, and 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 helped, helped, gave the devil permission to bring that attack because of their words. Mm-hmm. And I began Wish to rebuke death. the devil. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say we found out somebody wished death on us. Yes. Uh, one wished harm. They actually physically wished harm. They wished that something would happen while we were on the trip. Yep. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for that to happen... It, uh, the tongue, the Bible talks about the tongue and it says that it is powerful. Mm-hmm. It is powerful. So if somebody uses it in the wrong manner, somebody speaks evil things on you, that's why you always have to continually be in prayer and be in the presence of the Lord. Because you, if you are not, an attack could be stirring up and you have no clue that it's coming mm-hmm. because you're not seeking, you're not seeking God for direction and wisdom and understanding. You're not talking to him about circumstances in your life and asking for him to to give you favor and to watch over you. And I also remember, and I guess we're just going with the flow here, because I also remember not really being comfortable with you going on the trip because you had been through so many things, and I was, of course, being a protective mother, but I also was not comfortable letting you go without me. There was something right. in my spirit that felt like I should be with you, that I should be with you. And so I think God was, you know, um, having me be in the position of being your covering spiritually. And he protected us. And so now we only Mm -hmm. have 30 seconds. And when we come back after the break, we're going to talk about the fact that you're still here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And what happened after that? Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Millions of people are sexually abused each and every day. Not just by rape, child molesters, or pedophiles, but by choice and through lifestyle preferences. Who would enjoy being raped again and again? Why is rape spiritual as well as physical? Can a sex offender be healed from abusing others? Find answers to these and other questions in the pages of Overcoming Sexual Abuse by Minister Diane Jones. Available online at authorhouse.com. This show's host page Amazon.com and any major bookstore. 
Overcoming Sexual Abuse. This is the Toginet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer, Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, Trisha Goyer, that's G-O-Y-E-R, dot com. Trisha's vision is to be a voice of hope and possibility for teenage girls, pregnant teens, mothers, and wives. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living to do? Yes. Start Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer, Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Thank God I am free. I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, people. I've got a very special guest with me, Chanel Nicole. And we are... Um, she is telling her testimony and the things that God has done in her life and and um, letting us know how God cares. He cares. He cares about our struggles. He cares about our wounds. She began to heal and thrive, and the enemy hit her. And then she would begin to heal and thrive, and the enemy hit her. (laughs) But thanks be to God, you're still here, Chanel, and more healing, more good things have happened in your life in spite of these attacks. So tell us about that. Tell us about that. Um, I, I, before I go into that too, I want to just say throughout this, God was meeting me where I was because, you know, we give our life to the Lord and we're not just overnight a changed person. It does. Some people work that way. For me, it didn't just work that way where overnight I was just a completely different person as far as living my life for the Lord. But he met me where I was and he would, he, he would have me deal with things. So I had to repent. Anybody that I had mistreated when I was a sinner, I had to go back and apologize to. Mm-hmm. So I started praying and asking the Lord, help me to deal with my father. A friend of mine verbally told me, you have daddy issues. And I never even thought about it like that mm-hmm. because you're so deep in your pain. Mm-hmm. So I was like, like your biological daddy at this point. Mm-hmm. Right. My biological father. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I had to go back and ask the Lord, help me. 
help me to deal with this issue. How do I get past the pain of my father? And he slowly began to give me wisdom and direction. We started talking on the phone for about 15 minutes. And the Lord began to change my heart, not my father's heart. Mm-hmm. He changed my heart and taught me how to deal with him where he was. He helped me to recognize where he's at and why he, he's at the place that he is. And to be able to separate it so that when he does something that it doesn't cause the same pain. Because now I recognize where he is. Mm-hmm. You, you know, he, I he I would fast. There were times where he told me to, when I got my cyst, we didn't talk about that in detail, but he told me to detox and have me go on a two-week detox. Mm-hmm. And he restored and healed his body. So there was different moments like that over the years. And now I'm at the point of my life where I'm truly, because of the the pandemic and the things that have happened in the world, I want to serve you, Lord. I don't want to miss my ticket. I want to make it to heaven. Mm. So I began, I, I, I asked him, forgive me for my sins. Anything that I have done that is not like you, I ask you to take it away from me. Mm-hmm. So please forgive me. I began reading my word. I began going back to church. Uh, I found he guided me to, to go to places that teach his true word not a watered-down version. I read the scriptures for myself so that I can get a better understanding for myself and not just take the word of man because men fall short. Mm -hmm. But he gave us the book and the instructions. Mm -hmm. He gave us every circumstance that we go through. If you start really truly reading those scriptures, those same circumstances are in that Bible. Mm -hmm. He'll give you guidance and direction. Mm -hmm. And so um, now in my life, I. I'm an entrepreneur. Hold on. Hold on. I, I want to point this out, too, if it's okay with you. You even, even though you were wounded by your divorce, even though you were wounded by your ex, you even ask him to forgive you, right? Yes, I did. More yeah. than once. Mm-hmm. And that was because also he, part of the healing process. Go ahead. It was. Because he felt, regardless on who was right or wrong, he felt I had wounded him. And so I, I sincerely apologize to him. For whatever, whatever it is that you feel that I have done to wound you, I apologize. That was not my intention. Mm-hmm. I never wanted the outcome of our, our, our marriage to end in divorce. That was never what I wanted in my heart. And so mm-hmm. I asked him forgive me, to forgive me. And I had to reflect on that. I had to reflect on what happened in that relationship, why it ended. Did I, did I contribute anything to it? If I did contribute to it, what can I take away and learn from that? So many people, they go through the divorce and the next day they're with somebody else. What did you do to actually process what happened? What caused it? What caused you to get there so that you don't repeat the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Praise God. And just just because I think you might have been talking about ETS Ministries, um, I think we might have been thrown in there somewhere. You said you began the 10 ministries that teach the the true unadulterated word of God. Would you happen to be talking about us in there a little bit? Amen. Equipping the saints. You have to equip the saints. <laughs> It makes a big difference in how we grow, how we grow, how we grow 
in spite of our pain, through our pain, how we mature in the Lord is the the kind of food, spiritual food, that you are getting. So praise God, praise God for where you are now. And um, because of that, tell us tell us what you're doing. You have a pretty interesting life as far as your mother's concerned. You have a pretty interesting I- life. <laughs> it's, it's very active. It's it's very active. It's very productive and, and fulfilling. Um, you know, through all throughout all that throughout that hardship, the Lord blessed me with a home. He blessed me with the things that I prayed for. Some things I had even forgotten, and that He still gave me. Such as I wanted a, a window over my kitchen sink, something simple like that. But when I get did my for my house, I wasn't even paying attention to that. But He blessed me with the window. Mm-hmm. that I could see my backyard that's over my kitchen sink so that when my daughter plays in the yard, I can see her. Mm-hmm. He blessed me with acreage. So I have at least two acres. Mm-hmm. And um, I, once I got the house, the Lord started dealing with me, and he told me I needed to get out of debt. I needed to pay my debt and that I needed to. I asked him to teach me how to maintain what he has already given me before he blessed me with anything else. And so he started educating me about my finances, and he's been teaching me things about my land, helping me to appreciate it, helping me to appreciate the simple things in life. I be I have begun teaching myself how to garden, how to grow my own food. Um, I love I have a passion and love for animals. I love to do DIY projects, and so one day I was like, I'm gonna do I'm gonna start a YouTube channel. <laughs> So my name is Chanel Nicole. My YouTube channel is at Nicole's Place. Nicole is spelled N-I-C-H-O-L-E. That's at Nicole's Place. You can follow me on Instagram. My handle is Nicole's Place 805. Again, that's Nicole's, Nicole's Place 805. I'm on YouTube. I am also on Facebook at Nicole's Place. We just, sometimes we just show you what's going on in life. Um, I have videos about my garden. When I grow cucumbers, tomatoes, squash, um, how I respond when I run into a critter. Because if anyone knows me, I do not like to walk anywhere I cannot see. So I don't want to see a snake. I don't want to see a worm on my leg. But I love being outside. I call that my church. That's my place of peace. When I want to spend some time with the Lord and I just want to hear nothing but the nature of outside, that's music to my ears. I'll go outside and cut my grass. <laughs> and that I brings me joy. I think your says life, love, and land, right? Isn't that what it, what it says as you get into your um, YouTube? When, when you start listening to it, it says life, love, and land, right? Yes. I talk about life, land, and more because I also enjoy cooking as well. Mm-hmm. So we just throw different things out there. And my okay. daughter joins me. She's an extra little firecracker to the oh. scene. <laughs> You have a picture on your on your your um, promo picture. You got the two of you, and you two are uh, a match made in heaven. <laughs> yeah, I watch the YouTube videos, and I'm your mom, and I know you, but I still smile and laugh, and I'm still blessed by it as as though I don't know you. Like I'm watching it fresh, and I right. can see, um, you know, just your love for life and your love for the Lord and and we didn't even get to say how the Lord um, blessed you with a career. Um, that right. that 
that was a big part of everything that was going on. It was kind of in the background in terms of your um, attacks and, and the journey, but the Lord blessed you with a a very um, a, a very good career. <laughs> he did. So what's that? I said he did, and he but he basically doubled my income. When I said that prayer, Lord, don't give me anything else, and so I can maintain what I already have. I start putting myself on a budget. I start teaching myself about finances and how that works and how how to save. And literally within three to six months, he started increasing my income. It was like every month I was getting a promotion. I was getting a pay increase. And I was like, thank you, Jesus, because it was long overdue. But sometimes you have to learn to maintain before he can bless you with anything else. Praise God. So when you endure the trials, when you endure the suffering, when you endure the attacks, you know, the Lord gives you beauty for ashes. He restores what the enemy tries to take, and he causes all things to work together for our good. Chanel is a powerful right hand for me right now. She has stepped up, and she is very active with equipping the saints ministry, and I'm so glad that you're with me, darling. We'll have you back again, just not next week. <laughs> I like that. We'll be off, y'all. <laughs> Until next time, God bless. Good night. Good night.